Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello again. It is Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network, taking you into the garage area and talking to the folks to make the race cars go around the racetracks. We are so glad that you have joined us. Before we even get started, like, share, subscribe. Whatever you need to do, whether you're listening on Spotify or watching on YouTube or MRN, please do that. And we appreciate all the shares and the likes because that just helps other people see what we're doing here on Crew Call. I am Steve Post, Pit Road Reporter for Motor Racing Network, joined by 25-time and championship-winning crew chief Todd Gordon. Hello, Todd. How are you? I'm great. Man, oh, man. You and I were just talking. I know we're going to talk Pocono later on in the show, but we have had a stint where we have not spent much time at the racetrack. Um, yes. And yes. I think we are two guys that cannot wait to get some uh, garage time this weekend. Yeah, anxious to get back to the racetrack and get down there. Uh, yeah, yeah. it's uh, between this lull has been aw- awkward for me. Oh, God. Uh, but it, it's great to get back to the racetrack. Got two of them in a row here. So uh, nice. looking forward to Pocono. I, I like this place. I yeah. think they do a phenomenal fan experience for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love the fact that the racetrack's got three different corners. So we'll get to. We'll get yep. to dissecting that later. We will, that's for sure. But yeah, my, in my instance, um, we've had the the PRN portion of the schedule, the off weekend. The one race I went to was Chicago, where we had no garage and a monsoon. Yeah. So um, I'm anxious to get back. We love getting in that garage area. And that's what Crew Call is about, getting in the garage area. Um, New Hampshire this past weekend, um, Martin Truex Jr., James Small, third win of the season. Todd, to me, when I watched their performance, I saw just a lot of really good things, a lot of excellence in everything they did. They executed. Yes. They executed. They were really good. Um, and, and to look at it, 254 laps led of 301, I think that, that speaks like dominance. I don't know that it was as dom. It was. Right. But I don't know that it was a, like a landslide where it was a boring race. It was a great race. You saw people that could contend, but they, they didn't execute. You know, Christopher Boy. Bell beat him for the pole. And I thought could have had pace at times, got speed and penalty. And then it just, just, it, I don't know, just, I wasn't speed and penalty. He got a penalty, put him back, right, put him in the right. tail. Uh, they had to repit because they had a loose wheel. So, um, but a great drive back up through the field, to top 10, and then kind of puttered there. Uh, Eric Amarola. Mm. We talked about this being a racetrack that, that he could be a sleeper at. He was, they had pace. They were the, I mean, that first whole first run, he was the second place car to, yeah. to, to Martin, and it was going to be interesting with a two-tire call to see what happened when they got out front. Obviously, didn't get a tire, tire tight, a wheel tight. And, uh, I think there's a lot of things that enter into that, not just a changer, but um, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough situation for them. Ryan Blaney made a charge at, at, at yeah. Martin late. I mean, really, I think Ryan was the only one that impacted how Martin raced the race, uh, you know. Just, yeah, he, he worked his way up the racetrack. Racetrack got super wide. Yeah, did. that was fun. I, I never would have thought we would have got racing up above the patch. Yeah. So we were, I mean, like the fourth groove. It was, there was a lot good about this weekend. And, and by the way, 
Martin Truex just won both stages and won the race for the seventh time in his career. That's over 20% of the races he's won, he's done that way. Really? Wow, man, it is good. You know, I am really, and, and, and Todd, you go back, uh, you, we both go back years in this thing, and we used to do two trips to New Hampshire, two to Michigan, two to Pocono, two to all of these things. There is something now about going one time to these racetracks mm-hmm. that really make them special. And, and New Hampshire to me, uh, New Hampshire to me is just really, really neat now that it's once a year. Yeah, I think, I think the other piece is, is that when things change, you don't have a notebook from the first race. I think our racing and our race product is better when we have less practice, less practice. and less notebooks. Right. I, I just think, I think we do put on a better show that way because... Nobody has refined it to the nth degree. Nobody's yeah. gotten this, this thing where they know exactly what it takes to be good here. Right. And, and you see, like, the next gen car came last year. Well, we got an aero update and an aero package update this year. You don't have that notebook. You don't have it. If we gave these guys a week of practice, it would become a, a worse show. Right. Because right. they'd all iterate their way to being the best that they can be. And you'd have no separation. You just, that's, you wouldn't see the passing. But I agree. It's, there's, the environment, the fan base shows up because yeah. it's the only one this year, and the guys put on a great show. Oh, it was great racing. It really, truly was. Want to give an attaboy, okay? We had a lot of good performances, okay? Tyler Reddick and Billy Scott. Mm-hmm. Five straight races prior to New Hampshire where they've had finishes of 25 and worse. And midway through the race, they get a speeding penalty. Yes. How important was it for them to rally back to a sixth place finish? Yeah, I think that to turn the turn the tides of the ship, this program has had speed. Yes. I mean, honestly, I would say Tyler Reddick wins Chicago if he doesn't make a mistake. Correct. Of the three cars that were really good there, Shane Van Gisbergen, the eventual winner, Christopher Bell and Tyler Reddick. Those were the three all day long that would separate themselves by right. seconds from the rest of the field. Tyler was the first one through. He got to he, he passed was, Kyle Busch for fourth. Right. At lap, what, with 18 to go yeah. against guys that had 16, 18 lap He was tires. the front guy on that strategy. Uh, he was there. He just over- overcooked it into six and buried himself into the tires and wedged in there. So they've had speed. And this has kind of been their thing. They've, it's not that they're searching speed. They just, mm. they haven't executed. And here's a recovery from an issue. And, and I think that's great momentum for Billy Scott and that whole 45 team to to carry forward. We'll see where it goes. Yes, we shall. That is for sure. What we're going to do today here on Crew Call, we're going to kind of reset the bubble, kind of see where we're at here with six races to go in the Cup Series before the playoffs, and just kind of kick around what some of the teams are looking at as they roll forward. So this is Crew Call. Stay with us. More in just a moment. The NASCAR season is here, and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? Clashing with the HOA who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing Inc. Welcome back. It is Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network. Todd Gordon and Steve Post breaking it down. And Todd, tick-tock, tick-tock. Sunday's race was number 20. Yeah. 26 in the regular season. I mean, you're, you're the engineer. You're the crew chief. I'm the radio guy. But that's six races left. It is getting time 
to start to get your ducks in a row if you're one of these playoff teams and get your ducks in a row to try to get into the playoffs as well. If you're 15th on back, you're, you're anxious right now. And really, when you look at the six we've got left, nothing the same. We've got six different avenues. We've got Pocono, the tricky triangle. It's its, its own creature, three different corners. Yeah. After that, we go to Richmond, wore out, short track, trying to find grip, tire degradation i don't want to say fall off because that happens on yeah, the road yeah 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 we've had too much of that <laughs> so lap time lap time fall off i think that's going to be really cool you've got michigan, michigan coming behind that which is kind of its own creature at this point and, and again, really really high year, speed. yeah again, once, a year. once a year so what's it going to be like and this one's important to all the manufacturers yeah you're right i i I've taken a couple of those manufacturer trophies <laughs> home for for the good old blue oval and, and took a little pride in that so um yeah and, and then Indianapolis Road Course, Watkins Glen, the Super Speedway Road Courses, Daytona. (laughs) Nothing is the same here. And I think everybody, everybody behind there, they've got to be anxious, but they also, I I was talking about this uh, this week in in my crew, in my, um, my late shift stuff, but I feel like every team out there has to have something that they're feeling good about. Right. I'm going to focus on this. Right. Yeah. Talk with Richard Boswell of chase briscoe's crew chief right exactly he's like indy road course he's mm-hmm. won there in, a, in xfinity series we've won together there he's yeah. run well there i'm that's that's where i'm going I, everybody's got to have that right and you look at it through this 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 15th on back there's the, a lot of question marks that i don't think will be answered until they tell no there's there's uh, let's let's start let's start beyond that and work our way forward when you're you're ty gibbs 41 points back alex bowman 42 points back it is for those guys, I, I, the, the, the easiest path forward, and this sounds really crazy to say, the easiest path forward is just win a race. I just think that that's the case. I'll probably be proven wrong here. Right. But my opinion is, is if you're more than 40 points back, you've got to win. I, 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 don't think, I don't think in the six races you've got left, you can point your way forward because there's three guys up there. And, and I think there's three guys up there for two spots right. that are all within, what, three points? Right. Three points of each other. Yes. They're tight. AJ Allmendinger's 21 points back. Right. 20, something like yeah, that. 20 points back. 20, yeah, 20 points back. Yeah. I think those four guys are vying for one spot because I still feel like we get there's it. an opportunity for a win that well, happens outside of this. And you mentioned AJ Allmendinger. There's a couple of those you've got to feel good about events coming up on his calendar well, as well. I, I feel like that AJ Allmendinger, Michael McDowell, Austin Sindrick. Yes. Really uh, three guys that are really good road course racers. I mean, they could throw it in there. Daytona is such a wild card. Last year we watched it. Yeah. Martin Truex and, and Ryan Blaney racing for what they thought the last two spots. And Austin Dillon s- sneaks himself in with a win. So, win. yeah. Uh, yeah, because that moving target with well, that 16th is. And that's the piece. Right now we look at it like you're looking at 15th and 16th. But yeah. a win by anybody outside of this in the next six. Right makes it where you're vying for one One i just don't see somebody jumping four people yeah 40 some points back which really to me there's a viable shot that hendrick motorsports has two cars in the playoff that boggles my mind to think about that especially when 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 alex was as good as he was at the start of the season he was leading the points right just he and blake were just rattling off finishes they've just come back from this back injury and they just haven't had that same mojo right exactly in the same category chase elliott you know all he has to do is win a race there's six remaining well we've had 20 so far yeah and they haven't done that yet now he's had 13 well okay he's had 13 okay you're right but still he's had 13 chances Mm -hmm. to win races and he hasn't 
Mm-hmm. He's got six left. Now, I think if you're Chase Elliott, you can look at all six of those races as an opportunity where some guys maybe have to pick one or two of them. I think that team, you know, I just think that that's performance-wise, they could they could win any of the six. He was credited with a win at Pocono last year. That's exactly right. Yes, indeed. So there you, there you have it. I, 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 there's opportunities, and I don't want to I don't want to be that guy, but I don't I haven't seen right. those two cars in winning form lately. Correct. So I think they're going to have to build some momentum to get themselves in a spot to do that. To go to go out, brute strength, win a race. And a lot of people look at Chase and he is. He's a very good road racer. Mm-hmm. He was an excellent road racer with a Gen 6 car. Yeah. He's yeah. been good with good. this car. Right. He's not Superman like he used to be. Right. I think he had that car and what he needed out of that car, he and Alan did. They had it sorted out. But, mm-hmm. but <sighs> it's good. It's just going to be fun to watch. I think he, I, I honestly think he can win, but I yeah. don't see it. The, the trend right now doesn't show it. Right. Okay. You're in that soup. You're Bubba Wallace, Booty Barker. You're Michael McDowell and yep. Travis Peterson. You're Daniel Suarez and Travis Mack. You're, yes. you're those guys. What in the wide world of sports are you doing, crew chief? You're, I mean, you're... I'm going to chase every point I can at any time. Yeah. Which means at Pocono this weekend, which, which right. Pocono is a place where you can, you can pit under green and not go a lap down. Right. So I think, you know, the, I think stages are 30 and 65 or 30 and 95. So it's 65 yeah. laps in between that first one. You'll see some guys that are back there. If they're 13th, 14th, 15th, they're not going to get a stage point. You're going to flip the field come at 27. Right. Tires don't fall. Tires There's don't no wear out. <laughs> I hate, I'm trying to get myself out of that fall off thing. Um, tires don't wear out and give up lap time as quickly with the surface. This place was repaved in 2012, I believe it was. Yeah. Since then, it's, it's kind of hung on pretty well. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to flip the field. But if I can score, if I can score one stage point, I'm not giving that up. No. I'm not giving it up. It's, it's like three points for three spots right now. So. Yeah. I'm going to chase every stage point I can. If I got an opportunity for a stage win from any of these guys, I'm going to get it. Do I don't you, care what happens. Do you, are, how close are they paying attention to each other? I or think, is it you I race your own race? When the green flag drops, you are all about maximizing your day. Right. And, and, and you, you, at Daytona, you'll pay attention to where the others are. Right. But, but, but that's, wasted, that's wasted focus if you're focused on that because... Okay. You may you may feel good about beating Bubba and beating Daniel when you're sitting there at, as Michael McDowell, but if you miss that AJ's had a day where he scored second in point, stage one and second in stage two, well now he's yeah. within three points of you. Yeah. So yeah, you, you just, you just can't focus everything. on everything else. You got to focus on your stuff. Final group I want to think about uh, is particularly uh, you're looking at like the top four maybe William Byron, uh, Martin Truex Jr., Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson. Um, you're, you're well in, you've got a lot of points, you're, you've, you've got a decent amount of playoff points as far as that goes, multiple wins. What is the goal for these six races for those teams? Continue to stack playoff points. Yep. You got an opportunity to go steal a stage. You want to steal a stage. You want to learn what you can and continue to push your program forward. Uh, but I mean, build momentum. This sport, any, any team sport is about momentum. Yeah. You, you hit at the right time and, and your things are going well. I think, uh, I think. You know, you're wanting to have successful, well-executed races. You want to clean your, you want to clean your gamut up. You want to make sure that you're a well-oiled machine as a playoff start so that you can maximize everything you can get out of it. You want to do what Martin Truex Jr. and James Small did at New Hampshire. 
You do execute, execute, yes. and yes. And, and, yes, and maybe. I mean, that's the ultimate situation to go to the win. But you, you need to have clean races here. Yeah, yeah, you, you do. You want to build. You want to build momentum and, and routine and get where the guys where you can where you know you can come down pit road for a four tire stop and feel like you held position or gained. Yeah, and not made mistakes. Like you, you want to you want to build that confidence in all of your team members, right? So that we don't that everybody when when you've got a positive attitude about this. Yeah. Things are going to be better. If you think you're going to get beat coming down pit road, you're beat. You're beat. You're already. beat already. Yeah. You're already because your mentality's beat. Yeah. So um, you want to you want to have successful runs. You want to have that go forward. You, you talk about it, and, and who's your championship for? Well, there's my next question because you teased early on when we were talking before the show and said you've had a little change of heart here. So I where have. are you at? I have. Um, if you asked me yesterday, I told you that, you know, Martin Truex and, and I, I think Martin Truex and uh, James Small there, though, that team. I think yeah. they've done a really good job. And I think Rudy Fugel and William Byron, mm-hmm. I think the, cha- the, the regular season championship is between those two cars. Right. I, I do. They're, they're 60 some points ahead of third points, place in mm-hmm. points, which is Christopher Bell, I think. Right. Yep. Like 62 points ahead. Yep. Correct. Um, that's, yeah. that's, that's not participating in a race and Christopher Bell winning everything like Martin just did. Yeah. And then he's still two points back. Right. I, I just, in the six races, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be surprised if one of those two doesn't win a regular season, which puts him in a great playoff position. I feel like those two were, I think most people would say those two are, they've got a good head start on it and right. a good position. The two guys that I think are in the best position to make a run through the playoffs are the Kyle. Okay. Kyle Busch. Kyle Larson. Okay. And I feel like, I feel like, I'll start with the second one first. I feel like Kyle Larson and Cliff Daniels, they've unloaded off for about half a season. Yeah. And Cliff's talked about it. He talked about it, yeah. Um, On on this show, if you go back and find it, it was very enlightening, but they figure out how to manufacture finishes. If you go back and look at these two and look at what they've done and where their finishes have been, it's phenomenal. They just, Come back and end up at the the last ten races. Yeah, they've been. I'm rolling back because I wanted to look back through it. But their last Atlanta Motor Speedway, thirty sixth, they got wrecked. Right. Outside of that, let me go backwards. Third at New Hampshire, fourth at Chicago, fifth at Nashville, eighth at Sonoma, Ooh, fourth at Worldwide, wow. won the All Star race, uh, a thirtieth at Charlotte Motor Speedway. And a twentieth at Darlington, but you go back through those single-digit finishes Man. out of places where they started without having speed. Yeah, a lot of them they've yeah. manufactured. That's that recovery mode. They're in that. It doesn't matter what gets swung at them. They've recovered and made yeah. it. Mm, yeah, I like that. Yeah, that makes likewise, likewise, Kyle Busch. Yeah, Kyle Busch. Lap three, he was stuck in the tire barrier at Chicago. Yeah, and look at what they manufactured out and of came that. Came back with a third-place finish. Uh, 36th at New Hampshire. It, it was it was documented. Yeah. They, they struggled there, and that's something they've got to figure out because there are three of these, and, and really Phoenix right. being the championship race. But before New Hampshire, 5th, 5th, ninth, 2nd, 1st, 6th. My gosh, yeah. 7th. That is solid. That's his last point. I mean, 22nd at the All-Star race. I, I deleted that because it's not a points race. Yeah. That's, that's just manufacturing. Yeah. As I looked at where the finishes have been, these guys are they're good at times, they're not at others, but when they're not, they figured out how to be there. I really feel like these two are, are in championship form right now because they're, they're figuring out how to get more out of it. Right. 
than what they started with. Kyle, Kyle, William, and Martin Truex Jr. That's my thought. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. my thought. And, yeah. and I hate that I'm leaving a, a Ford out, but I just... It just haven't. It just, it's, it's, it's better, but I don't know that it's there yet. And, and, yeah. and, 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 and we'll talk a little bit about that because we're, we're going to a place where what they've struggled on is important going mm-hmm. to Pocono. So yes. be interesting to see what happens with it. I like that. I've been, I've been high on... Um, I mean, I, I think from a mathematical perspective, remember the first year we did this playoffs mm-hmm. and Cole Pern and Martin Truex sat out there in Denver and they're racking up all of these stupid playoff points. What are they doing this for? What are they doing that for? And then we got to the playoffs. Yeah. And then we got to the reset. And then we got to the reset and everybody is like, ah, that's what they're doing. That's why I think uh, William and Martin set themselves each yeah. stage in really yep. good shape. I've been really high on Kyle, Kyle Bush, just the way they've 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 executed and recovered and and larson man i don't know you can ever count larson out of anything it's like i, I, I don't i i really didn't want to say that if you asked me yesterday i had i had william and martin and i was like eh, I, there were about six guys yeah. i could put into that second i i feel like mm-hmm. and when i just look at the the finishes are manufacturing i think those two are, are in great positions and um yeah i, I think martin's going to be in a great spot if you look at you talk about those playoff points you talk about the, bo- the playoff bonus points. Chase Elliott made the championship four last year because he had such a cushion. Yeah, because he they really at first race of every round they bombed. Right, they put themselves in a hole. They had almost a, a race advantage, and they gave that back in the first race and then recovered. Mm. And it was just like they wouldn't have made it if they didn't have that points cushion. And, and I think these two guys, it gives them kind of a mulligan. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you can't give a whole race away but you can have a poor performance to still recover still recover if they continue the path that they're at yeah, right especially now. as we get late in that playoff round man i'll tell you it is fascinating it really truly is and next up the tricky triangle when we come back we'll break that place down hiring with indeed your search is over if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back. It is Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network. So glad you joined us. And we are headed to the tricky triangle. Pocono Raceway coming up. He's Todd Gordon. I'm Steve Post. I'm, I'm biased here. That is my home track. The first ever track that anybody allowed me to volunteer to be in this industry that I love was Bob Plevin at Pocono Raceway. I am a person that you want to get on the wrong side of me, bitch and complain about Pocono, because that'll do it. I love going there. Um, And man, I'll tell you what, it is a fascinating place for NASCAR Cup Series racing. It's a challenge for crew chiefs, I can guarantee you that. You know, three corners, uh, what was it? Uh, turn one is Trenton. Trenton. Turn two is Indianapolis, Indiana. and turn three is uh, Milwaukee is Mile. Milwaukee Mile. Which were t- the trucks are going back? Yeah, to. man, that's it's awesome a, too. That's really cool. I've 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 gotten a tr- chance to race at two of them. 
The third one had a dog leg that went the other way. Yeah, Trenton down there, Trenton, New Jersey. It was a, yeah, that was a fascinating racetrack as well. Look it up on Wikipedia. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> it really uh, is. But, uh, you know, interesting because there's banking, there's load in one and two. And, and you've, you know, when you think about passing cars here, if you're really good through one and two, you might beat them into the tunnel turn, but they've got to be off in one and two. Right. You've got to get off turn three. Mm. You've got to, you've got to be able to put the throttle down on a flat corner on exit and just take it around there. But then that'll get you positioned, but you've got to be able to carve the bottom of one and two with a lot of load in it because of banking. So it's, it's unique in trying to sort this play out. Oh, and by the way, there's a tunnel underneath turn two and it, every winter that bump gets worse. Whoa. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, that, that is the nemesis of, of crew chiefs is trying to figure out how to get your car to cross that tunnel. because. If you lose pace across a tunnel, you don't set yourself up to make that run through turn three to, to set somebody up in the back front straight. So you get the run off, yeah. The long I think it's the longest straightaway we've yeah, got. Yeah, longest straightaway we've got. Yeah. Yeah. We had back when Eli Gold was there, he had the the stat where sixteen hundred and twenty-five airport airstrips are shorter than the front stretch of Pocono or something like that. It is that is a long front straightaway and very, very critical getting onto it. Uh well, and, and then getting down into turn number one as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Big arc into turn one. And tough for these guys. That's what one of the things is the biggest challenge is we would actually send a second spotter. I'd take a guy and set him down into turn one. Really? Yeah, because the spotter, the, I mean. Behind the car. The, you're spotting from behind the car three quarters to a mile back. It seems like you're yeah, maybe you're only a half way. a mile, but you're trying to spot a car by six inches of clear or not from behind it by a half mile. Yeah, you're right. So we would actually we'd actually spend a, send a spotter down there in turn one and just to clear just, just clear. to call just to call entry to turn one. Wow, fascinating stuff. One of the other challenges we're going to hit the ground. MRN's going to hit the ground rolling two thirty in the afternoon on Saturday. We have practice and qualifying and practice itself and the monstrosity of this racetrack make that a challenge as well. Yes, yeah. At road courses when when we yeah, go to road same. courses we do an alternate alternate start finish line. Right. To, to just to keep it where the lap, because it's a, such a long lap, so you don't have to burn an out lap and an in lap. You only burn one of them. Right. I don't think we do that here. No. I think we're still using a start finish line. It's a 51, 52 right. lap, second lap at best. Right. So 20 minutes of practice. You go out, that's, that's a minute to get back to starting right. your run. You make three laps. Yeah. There's three more minutes. So we're at four. And now you got an in lap. That's five. Park the car. It's six. By the time I make a change, I can make two runs. I might make three if it's just like a yeah. A if you quick, do a, if you do a one or two lap run, and it's yes, yeah. yeah so these guys are really going to unload, and they're going to have two shots at it. Yeah, and 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 I think some of them, if you're good enough. You're going to tell your driver just to run the whole thing out. Well, and there, there's the other thing. Then, then how do how do we determine what the degradation of tires are if everyone's got just two short runs somebody's got to do that somebody that's good might do that and we might learn a little bit about that as yes. well yeah and, and you hope that that happens within your camp so you've got a little data <laughs> yeah. that you can look at it's if a, it's not you maybe you know yeah. if it's, it's not you i hope it's one of my teammates yes. that's got that thing figured out yeah and you do and, and it'll be interesting to see where it goes i think this is a great weekend you know it's strategy plays in this is yeah. different than our regular ovals it's right. a triangle well, there's that, yeah, with, so. <laughs> but with that lap time being plus 50 plus seconds, the opportunity to come to pit road, put four tires on and put fuel in it and get back out on the lead lap is there. Yes. I, I, I don't know what the number is, but it's, it's several seconds that you yeah. can do that from yeah. and, uh, and put you in a position where you'll see some creative calling. 
mm-hmm. where guys can come to pit yeah. road and, and make that happen. What they'll what they'll determine, what they'll factor, and I probably have gotten the number from you back in the day is how far behind the leader you can be still pit and not lose a lap. And yeah. they'll know that number. There'll be a number there. We're, that's where we're headed to the garage to find out what that number is. <laughs> I'll go back into my notes. Yeah. And I'll look at the green flag cycles and add up all the time the for times, everybody yeah. of, of what they lost in time. And you'll come up with what the penal- time penalty is. And let's say it's, let's say it's 40 seconds. Right. Well, that means that if the, if the leader's running 53 second laps, you can be 12 seconds back and come out a second ahead of him. Right. Exactly. So th- that brings opportunities to flip the, flip the field. Um, this is a race that really 160 laps. I think it could be done on three stops. I don't think it will be, but I think it right, could, be. could be. I think the fuel window is going to be right there around 40. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the caution flags bring that in. There's just strategy pieces. There's yeah. different things. And the other piece that we have to think about with this next gen car is we change tires so quickly that we have to wait on fuel. fuel. Mm, so, so in, in the strategies of how you want to play that, uh, whether you pit at a caution that puts you where your fuel windows break down to being just waiting on tires, tires not right. on fuel. That, there's so many pieces that can work here and different ways that crew chiefs can call it. From the strategy side, I'm really excited about the place. Just hope to explain yeah. it well on the product. I love, I, I just, I love the way the things are. I remember, man, I remember when the, the one year, the first year, might have been the year we did the first double there. We did a Saturday yep. race and a Sunday race. And, and the Saturday race, I burned through like two pens jotting down strategies and counting tire sets and this, that, and the other thing. I literally got back to the hotel. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, and so I'm like, I don't know if I can do that. The and next it, day, it went with no strategy at all. Everyone pitted at the same time. I'm like, thank you, boys, because I don't know that I can handle That's the beauty of Pocono. You don't know what you're going to get, but there are opportunities to do things differently. And the difference in those two races was 25 miles. That's I think exactly. the first one was 325. The second That's one was right. 350. So yeah. it, just, it just broke it up, and you had to figure it out. Yeah, it's, that was a cool, that was a cool, yeah. I, I really appreciated going and doing the double at Pocono. Yeah, it was It, it kind of, it was a lot of work. Oh God, yeah. It was a lot of work, but you got to, to change some things yeah. up. It was cool. And this is a place that you can do some different things. And and the the most ill timed caution can make every crew chief pull their hair out. Man, so oh man. I would look for that caution to happen. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's not a matter of if. Usually cautions are when they happen, not if they happen. Yeah. Uh Pocono Raceway. And we have got a busy weekend up there. Motor Racing Network. We hit the air Friday night at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. The Arkham Menard series, the Sunset Hill Shooting Range 150. Love that. Okay. Arkham Menard series kicks it off at Pocono on Friday, Saturday. Triple header coverage, all from the tricky triangle. We start off with a CRC Brake Clean 150 for the truck series. At 1130, only two more races left before their playoffs. Yeah. Pocono and Richmond. The penultimate race in their regular season is at 1130 on Saturday. 2.30, we come back with that practice and qualifying show that we just talked about for the Cup Series. 5 o'clock, NASCAR Xfinity Series, explore the Pocono Mountains, 2.25. And then Sunday, 1.30 Eastern Time is our airtime. The highpoint.com.com 400 for the NASCAR Cup Series. Cannot wait. Me either. Me either. It's a great weekend of racing. Love having all three series there. I think it's uh, I think it's Saturday is going to be jam-packed with a ton going on and, and looking forward to where Sunday goes and see if we end up with somebody sneaking their way in. Speaking of jam-packed, you imagine what that infield's starting to look like already? Uh, and, and, and contrary to what we've had for the last six weeks, 
Yeah. That's the weather's looking all, looking all good. The, the weather's supposed they, to be decent. They ain't a scared to camp at Pocono. Oh, uh, it's the infield there is phenomenal. Weirdest, weird, one of the weirdest things. We all talk about COVID times. We all talk about COVID times and what is something that stands out to you. And, and obviously the first time at Darlington, and I was in the tower in turn number three overlooking the vacant infield. Yep. And the team haulers, three, three garage, three spots apart. That was weird. I am telling you the most dynamic moment of COVID times we come across in turn number between turns two and three. We come across the road there, coming over that knoll and coming in there and seeing no campers on the infield took my breath away. Yeah. It's like, whoa, this, this, is, this is weird. And I did not like it one bit because Pocono, there are people camping there now and they'll roll out of there probably on Tuesday yeah. uh, when they wake up and get done from a race weekend. It's fun stuff up there. It's a great weekend. They, they've done a great job. They've got they've got kid zones. They've yeah. got dog dog Pump and pet parks, zones. I know, yeah. Uh, they they used to do fireworks both yeah. nights. It was just it, they put on a great event. If you ever had the thought, the inkling, or the oh, desire, yeah. great place to go camping. Yes, indeed. The tricky triangle this week's site. That's for sure. We appreciate you joining us. He's Todd Gordon. I'm Steve Post. Thanks for spending your time with us this time here on Crew Call.